Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Thursday edition, we've got interesting comments about the situation in Green Bay involving Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams. We've also got some major news that could shake up not only the broadcasting world, but the head coaching world in the NFL as well. We've got a quarterback who apparently is the future in Tampa Bay, and it might surprise you. We've also got the great Albert Breer who's going to stop by. Another edition of the BQ News, and we've got a story that will not sit well with an entire fan base and one league in another edition of In Case You Missed It. All of it is coming up next here on the Thursday edition of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the story that keeps on giving in the NFL. We will get into the latest speculation on that coming up here just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 a.m. Pacific right here on FSR. You guys ready to do this or what? On a thirsty Thursday. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? How about that? I think. I don't know. Okay. I think. Okay. A lot of, a lot of college towns it is uh, from what I hear, but uh, you know, a little uh, get after it here on a Thursday. It was Thursday, Thursday last night in my crib. I'll tell you oh, that. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I was waiting for this one. <laughs> Why? Yeah. You weren't, weren't waiting around until uh, the, the, they hit midnight? You just said, screw it? Let's yeah, get after it? Well, we did it after midnight, too. You know okay. I mean? All right. Listen, yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes, you know, you just got to, you know, go with the feeling of the flow of the flow of the feeling. You know what I mean? You're a better man than me. Uh, I, no, I, I, really. I couldn't do it. Yeah, uh, now, we good. we do have a, uh, a situation <laughs> uh, in the NFL. That situation is uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, now, he uh, talked with Pat McAfee, not A.J. Hawk, but Pat McAfee only uh, a couple days ago about his plans for the future, his Instagram post, the um, – appreciation post, all that stuff that went along with it. Now, Packers general manager Brian Gutenkunst talked with the media yesterday about Aaron Rodgers, the subject of a possible trade involving Aaron Rodgers, and the situation came up, and here's how it sounded. Brian, if Aaron comes to you and says he, he wants a trade, are you going to be any more willing to trade him than you were last offseason, or are you still saying you're not trading him? Yeah, no, Matt, we're, those are kind of some hypotheticals. I don't think we're going to go down those roads right now. While you're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make his decision about his future and finalize that, how does that affect your other decisions for the organization going forward? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously everything around here kind of centers around the quarterback. That's kind of how we do things. So it's a big piece. It's a domino that um, kind of has to fall before we go down, you know, other avenues. So um, so it's important, you know, as we go through this and the, the puzzle pieces that we got to make fit, I think. So um, that's the first one to go. Now, uh, Gutenkunst also said later on that he had never promised uh, Aaron Rodgers for a trade uh, this offseason uh, when they spoke last offseason. But uh, thus, here we are. And that strikes me as a guy who's, uh, you know, pretty worn out knowing he's got a lot going on with the cap space, all the other issues happening there in Green Bay. A lot going on for Gutenkunst. Well, you saw yesterday they already restructured Kenny Clark's contract. Yeah. So they, they create a little more cap space there. Th- they'll keep doing that regardless of Aaron Rodgers, I would assume, because they're so far over and they want to figure out Devontae Adams that they have to. Uh, But if they were going to trade away Aaron Rodgers, it would create a ton of space. They'd 
probably even have a little bit of room maybe for free agency to go out and sign some guys. So there's a lot to figure out. I, I, just, I think the interesting thing about the quote, and obviously we didn't hear the sound of it, but you quoted it, was last offseason, it seemed like when Aaron Rodgers came back, the Packers said everything they needed to in order to appease him, at least to a degree, at least to get it to this point. And now it almost as if maybe Brian Gutenkunst it doesn't want to go down that road because he's concerned that gives Rodgers leverage. And as of right now, when you're a team who's got a player into contract, you have all the leverage. So if the Packers really want to, and I do wonder if they're signaling this to Aaron Rodgers, they could just say to him, hey, we're not going to trade you. There's never been an MVP in NFL history that's been traded the following year, all right? We're not going to do it after a two-time MVP, okay? So it's not going to happen. You either play for us or retire. They could take that hard stance if they wanted to. They really could. And I don't know that they're necessarily signaling that now. And, and, and then you'll hear, I don't want to play the hypothetical situation every single time you hear about negotiations, or usually, maybe besides Jerry Jones. But in this case... It's one in which I think they don't want to go down that road, at least not at this point, because things could get ugly. And I'm not saying they did between Brett and Green Bay, but I don't think they were in a good place when Brett decided to finally leave. Whew. So, you know, I start to think about in business, you have short-term goals, you have mid-term goals, you have long-term goals. And those short-term goals, that could be like a few months to a year. And midterm goals, that's like, you know, year two, end of year, you know, three. Long term, you probably are saying it's around five, five years. What is Green, what was Green Bay's plan? That's what the first thing I start to think about because you didn't just find your way into this salary cap situation that you have to correct. And I was thinking about that yesterday, but I kind of wanted to look some things up and figure in my mind, was I clear on this? And because we're talking about who they're going to restructure, I think you're 100% correct. They were going to restructure. Whoever they were going to, they're restructuring right now is who they were going to restructure. Whoever they were planning on letting go for one reason or another, they've probably already have gone over this and discussed it and, and have had it in a plan who who the guys that they're okay with letting go if they have to let go and replacing with guys that are either already on the roster or guys that you can fill the position with worthy free agents that, that will come available on the market or guys that you'll try to get through the draft or after the draft is over. So they have a plan that they're executing. What I got out of that conversation yesterday from Gunakuns, which I don't think I ever say his name correctly, but (laughs) anyway, what I took from that conversation is, one, they do definitively want Aaron Rodgers back. That is for certain that they want Aaron Rodgers back, in in my estimation. Two, now it's a matter of, can we play nice with one another and get get this done in a timely manner so that we can execute the rest of what we need to, to execute, knowing that this this domino fell in the proper place before we made a decision? Or is it going to drag out? Is it going to turn into a thing where it makes it more complicated and complex for what it is that we have to do because he demands um, so much attention in terms of what his his cap number is going to be? So, I, 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 I again, 
I think for Green Bay, it's it's imperative that they do execute whatever it is that they felt they needed to execute going into this into this time period they need to try to execute that as best they can and if that's restructuring as as many contracts as they can while waiting on what's going to happen with with Aaron Rodgers then that's what they need to do and stay the course it didn't sound like he said anything where he took any pop shots no no underlying um, cryptic you know sayings or anything to read into it seemed very plain and clear so in your plan Go, Can go. I ask you this, though? Do you feel go. like him saying that he never promised he wasn't going to trade him? What happens if he did? I mean, what, what happens yeah. if there was a verbal agreement or there was like a verbal acknowledgement of, hey, look, if you don't want to be here after this year, we will gladly work it out. We'll, we'll figure out how to get you somewhere else. If that was said. First, but it wouldn't be the first or the last time. Oh, I know that. that. I, yeah, I'm just okay. saying. That's where I feel like you're looking at something like Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that if he gives you his word, he gives you his word. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to give you his word. And if, if, they, if they back away from their word, it's, I'm telling you, it's going to be a problem. And that's what I'm most interested to see is if there's a reaction, if there's a response, if there was something that was said last year in order to appease Aaron Rodgers before the 2021 season. And now Brian Gutenkunst is going back on that because, once again, he did what they didn't think he was going to do. I mean, let's be real. Like, I, I know no one's using Jordan Love and the decision to trade up and draft him as the reason why we're having these conversations, but if Jordan Love isn't there, there is no sense of a time clock. Like, when's it going to happen? When's yeah. he going to leave? Or when's he going to retire? Like, I don't care if Aaron Rodgers says it. I don't care if Brian Gutenkunst or Mark Murphy says it. The decision to draft Jordan Love started a clock and everyone in their minds thinking okay we've seen this story before with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre at what point in time are they going to move on to Jordan Love and so in one instance you had the organization betting against Aaron Rodgers doing what he did the last two years he proved them wrong and now you you find yourselves in a situation where you're saying man if we could just go back and not have Jordan Love because you're not having any of these issues right now Aren't, aren't they figuring out ways of getting everything under the cap just to go try to win another Super Bowl? Like, isn't that what you're doing and f- purely focused on right now? There's all this speculation because of the decision they made. And again, you can say that, hey, the Jordan Love draft pick didn't bother me if you're Aaron Rodgers. But you wouldn't be having this conversation if he wasn't there. Like, I almost feel like if they could find a way of moving him, and especially considering there's some options, there's some teams out there where it might make some sense. That would solve all of this. Because then it's like, well, there's, there's no real reason for him to leave. He might as well play the next year, two years, maybe three years at this point. He's, he's young enough. He's playing well enough. I, I also wonder, I don't even know if it's the fact that they drafted Jordan Love. Because Aaron Rodgers, I think the, the conversation was, well, they didn't tell him what they were going to do. I, I don't buy that for a second. If they had told him still that they were going to draft a quarterback, I, th- I still think the clock would have been started. And Aaron Rodgers still would have been pissed off about it. I, want, I wonder this, though, as far as where they're at with him and you know playing hardball and all that and promising a trade or not promising a trade. This is really what sparked all that stuff pre-draft last 
last year, right? Wasn't he under the ex, uh, uh, under the assumption that they were trying to work on a deal and maybe they backed out at the last minute? Because that was some of the reporting as to why yeah. all of a sudden his r- frustration became public. If they end up doing that two years in a row, what the hell are we in for? Yeah, but they're allowed to do that. I, so I understand. But and, and, and again, and whether the rules of engagement turns Aaron Rodgers off or not, that's still his employer. Like, you will always, until the end of time, hear things that are inconsistent between employees and employers. And I think that that has to be taken into consideration. And listen, if I have a star employee that is the best employee in the in the industry, in the industry, for the second year in a row, their performance was is so high that it's, it, it garnered them being recognized as the best in the game. I'm not letting that employee get away. And I don't care what I said, and I don't care what that person feels in the sense of we have to talk through and we have to figure it out because this is where you work. And until that changes, then you have to deal with what the circumstances are, just like we have to. I could say and do things that I may have not necessarily meant. I apologize for that. Maybe in the moment I did say we'll trade you. But I'm not going to continue to say we're going to trade you because we're not going to trade you. Right, but that's from the the employee standpoint, though. I mean, you have to understand. That's from the employer's standpoint. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, at the end, of, in the end, that's really all that matters until no, it doesn't that's matter. Not true. It doesn't. Okay. That's not true. Because he, he, he can easily say, "Then uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to go play." It might actually put you know Devonte Adams in a position where he says, "I'm not going to play for you either." Like you might start to but have the dominoes. But they have, to, but they they have what, to plan they put the for franchise that. tag, and then, and then what do they do? He just doesn't show up. A la Le'Veon Bell. And so you can go these routes if you want, but we've seen times before where players have utilized their platform and they've said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to But they're do not it. getting what they want. They're not, well, they're not, not necessarily not a, getting what they as want. As you said, not in the short term, but in the right. midterm, long term, they might. Le'Veon yeah. Bell eventually did get out. He did get another contract. We can debate whether or not he left that money on the table under the franchise tag year when he left Pittsburgh, but he ultimately got what he wanted. It might not have been exactly what he wanted, but he got it. I mean, Deshaun Watson, before the legal issues, wasn't going to play for Houston anyway. Mm-hmm. And then the, and the legal issues came up. So that kind of changed the narrative. But the reality was he was never going to go back and play for him anyway. And he was still getting his money. Yeah. Sometimes so, the rabbit so, gets the gun, Brady. I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. Well, but and he's that's still not I, getting this, what he wants out of it. This though. will be an instance where if he doesn't want to be in Green Bay, which, I, I, again, I, I find it unlikely now only because of the, the moves they've made. They're, they've already brought in Tom Clements. That was, that was move one. The next move is then getting Adams under a long-term deal, which may take longer, but they'll use the franchise tag. They'll try to figure out those terms if they can. Maybe they get it done before the end of the franchise tag window. And then it'll be about restructuring Randall Cobb. If you see the Randall Cobb restructure happen soon, <laughs> I, like, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's a done deal. It's just nobody, a matter, matter of when. Because nobody's given Randall Cobb the type of money the Packers are going to give him, right? Like nobody no, no, values no one's him the way No going to give him the type of money yeah. he, he got last year to play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, just, that was just the reality of it. 
Man. Uh, well, listen, uh, you know, good for him. Uh, get, get paid while you can. It's uh, two pros, Nick Cup and Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, so coming up next, if you wondered uh, how good of a position the world of football was in, just how healthy football is in because of you, Exhibit A. We'll explain what Exhibit A is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What about me, Sandman? Two pros oh. and a cup of Joe, Fox Ugh. Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, you can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up uh, later on, about 20 minutes from now, um, somebody suffered a major loss in the world of sports. I mean a major loss, a devastating loss, a humbling loss, uh, and we get to poke fun at them for it. So that'll be happening here uh, again 20 minutes from now on uh, Fox Sports Radio. So, um, interesting. Interesting uh, development uh, in the world of football. Uh, apparently, uh, Tony Romo set off a chain reaction when he got his uh, big money deal, his big contract from CBS uh, to uh, to be bad at his job. I mean, Ooh. to do uh, to do commentary oh, wow, with wow. Uh, side by Shots side with fired. Jim Nance. Sorry, it just uh, it Don't slipped. Start no Twitter beef. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Like, it, <laughs> it's they, not over yet. Yeah. Do you guys have any updates? <laughs> with with, with uh, uh, Gottlieb and uh, Acho, yeah, I, I think it's over. Love. Do you know how that works? Like, because because. Jonas knows this, and, and there's a little backstory here, but here's, here's how this whole thing gets diffused. And it, it sounds awful because we're talking during a time when there's, like, there's war breaking out in other parts of the world. But, I mean, the, 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 the entire de-escalation of events like that is someone, you know, executives give you a call on both sides, mm-hmm. and they're usually kind of talking it down, trying to get you to patch things up and talk to one another. You know, someone's ego is hurt. Like, that's usually how this whole thing ends up going. So I, I would imagine that the higher-ups have reached out to the power, you know, to the people involved. Yeah. Um, I hate to be, like, cryptic with the way I'm saying it, but yeah, I, I don't want to get that call. It's always <laughs> like, I feel like as an adult, as an adult, it feels like you're talking to your teacher, like a preschool or elementary teacher. Like, your kid gets in trouble, and they're, like, they're talking to you about it, and you feel like you're being scolded when really it was your four- or five-year-old that actually made the mistake. It's just kind of funny that the beef the beef arrow that, that uh, Acho shot towards Gottlieb basically calls into question those executives. <laughs> It does. Like, he, why did you? Why did you even hire yeah. this dude? He's some trash. Like, that's basically what he said. Yeah, so. but he's not uh, going to get called out for that. So. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, and you know when you include other people, a lot people, of people would agree with you. Yeah, they, you include other a lot people. of people close to the situation. I'm assuming would agree with what you just said. Uh, it's uh, yeah. There's, so there's uh, <laughs> there's there's that, but but no beef on this show. That, that's one of the Duh. great things about this no, show is that no. uh, the only shots we take at each other on Twitter are usually when Brady a 
blames them uh, towards me and my dietary issues when I have, um, you know, bad food. Oh, what did I say this week? Just uh, you're just classy through and through. I mean, do you want what me to? Do, I'll find it uh, specifically here. Vamp, talk about something between you guys, and let me find this tweet here. Lavor, how are we feeling right now? Uh, the, uh, I feel amazingly here. excited to hear what he's going to read and what your response is going to be once <laughs> right, he reads it. Um, right, it always involves a squatty potty. I don't know why it's so near and dear to his heart. He gets uh, he gets frustrated by it. Okay, squatty almost. potties do excite me though. Like the the whole thought of them, it, it makes me um. I, I have I have yeah. the tweet from Brady Quinn. So this is go. this is our version of go. friendly fire here on two pros and a cup of Joe. Uh, Adam Schefter sends a tweet out that says uh, earlier this week. Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee that he just came out of a 12-day cleanse and his first thought was, quote, intense gratitude for everyone in his life. Now, again, that's Adam Schefter just breaking down what was said in the interview. Mm-hmm. Brady Quinn, broadcast professional, class act, adult, father of three, successful husband, great dear friend of mine, decides that's the time to, quote, retweet the following. Jonas said the same thing to me after a 12-minute visit on the Squatty Potty. Hashtag 2PCOJ, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington. So, needed everybody to see it. Needed everybody to understand. I mean, that is kind of funny, though. Okay, but but I I come to him. I mean, squatting squatting for 12 minutes, you've got to be one cold-blooded cat. Listen. Or or you're in just the worst scenario situation ever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Squatting for 12 minutes. Jonas, I got to fill in LeVar on when you were first initially introduced it to me. We're not telling the story of how we, we threw it away, but the way Jonas first told me about it, I was, I was intrigued because, look, I'm always looking for ways to, like, improve any area in my life, right? Like, that's just how I'm wired or whatever, right? So, uh, like, I bought – I'm, I'm one of those suckers that buys every time those Instagram ads pop up. <laughs> I'm looking into it. Like, this I'm the true. idiot. If you're like, this why are there so many ads on Instagram? <laughs> it's my fault. I, I apologize. I can't help. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going down the rabbit I, hole. But I'll say this, and this is not any paid advertising – I'm a side sleeper. I, I had to train myself to be that Me ever too. since I had back surgery. Yeah, man. There is a pillow called the Cube. It's literally like this cube-shaped pillow. In the demo, they drop like a bowling ball on it, which I have no idea why that matters, but it was kind of cool. <laughs> but anyway, bro, I bought it, and I swear to you, I have slept so well because usually when you're a side sleeper, it's hard to find the right pillow because you get like that's, neck issues. Yeah, that's correct. This thing has been so good. So I digress. Uh, the squatty potty was thrown my way. I took a deep dive in, into this. And one of the images that I, I think as I was researching I came across was the, the science behind it. And it portrayed someone who was squatting over a hole and doing their business as the justification or the yeah. rationale behind yeah. why the squatty yes. potty works. Yes. And I'm like, wait a second. So if the entire reason why this works is because we have to go back in time to a point where not like we were in an outhouse, you know, not like it was sophisticated to that degree. No, we were just digging a hole, squatting over it and going to the bathroom in yeah. it, and then covering it up. Like that's how far back it, you have to go. If this is taking that 
that science and technology and then applying it now, I'm just like, all right, it, I, I don't think this is for it, me. I don't it, think it's it, really It's works. about the angle. It's about where you place your feet. They're up in the air, so it gives yeah. you the same angle. Yeah. And and listen, yeah. uh, look, you, you can get your feet up in the air like that in OBGYN's office. Uh, okay, oh, well, Jesus. Oh, good God. Good God. All right. Thought, okay, yeah. very good. Oh, all right. Very, there you oh. What did I tell you? Class act, folks. Through and through. That Brady oh. Quinn. Like Brady Quinn. Oh, well yeah. You know what? That deserves a stand. Standing ovation. Now, no, job well done by Brady Quinn. That's one of my favorite things yeah. to do, though, is you take a serious professional broadcasting tweet and you quote tweet it and you just kind of make light of the whole situation, like very similar to what we want to talk about now. Like, Ooh. I thought we were, I thought Was we were going to transition. I, well, <laughs> Was that a transition? Uh, I thought we were going to get a bunch get you of in the Olympics beer. nowadays. I I'm thought we were going to get, get a bunch of eight beer, and now yeah. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Yeah. Oh. It's a damn shame. I thought we had the hookup, guys. Yeah, it, it, I did. Oh, oh, yeah. And, oh, and forget oh. about the uh, the cube pillow, the eight beer. I, nope, I mean, no my cubes, my personal no favorite cubes. is Discover, but again, I digress. No uh, but as far as it goes uh, with the eight beer and Troy Aikman, um, you know, even if eight beer is not a success and it fails miserably, apparently that's not going to matter because Troy Aikman is about to get Aid from by boys. ESPN oh, oh, Monday oh, Night yeah, Football. I mean, there's reports that we're looking at a five-year deal uh, in and around the range of $17.5 million a year to call Monday Night Football, so he would be leaving Fox. And the deal is not finalized, but that is the report that is out there, which just, just goes to show you when people wonder, and we're talking all that noise a few years ago, man, the NFL could be in trouble. Football's in trouble. It's dangerous. They got problems. They got PR issues. You got broadcasters making close to $20 million a year to call, what, 16 games? Because I don't even think they get a Monday night game, the last game of the season, maybe a playoff game. But he's working 17 days a year and going to be paid about a million dollars for each day he works. Bravo to Troy Aikman if it goes through. So what you're saying is is that he'll have enough scratch to get all the squatty potties that he would ever want to get in his entire life. He might be able to buy the company Engraved. Yeah. yeah, might like, might oh, might, buy the squad, might come up through the, the floor. Might come up yeah. through the floor. Yeah, I mean, but Jesus, wow. eight eighteen. Now, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I ask you guys this before you ask wherever the heck you were going to take us? Yeah. <laughs> as far as what he's getting paid, do you think he went to ESPN and was like, "Yeah, I'm not getting paid any less than Romo." Like, once my deal's up. I'm the Cowboys quarterback that won three Super Bowls. I'm the guy that's been doing this for two decades. Do you think he went to them and said, like, I'm not letting this guy get paid more than me, and especially when he's not even as good at me at doing this? Of course. Yeah, and, I would and, have to assume he did. And, and how long until Jerry Jones takes credit for uh, these guys getting paid like they're being paid, uh, being former Cowboys? How long before well, Jerry he doesn't goes have to take the credit because yeah. everybody's going to give it to him. Oh, I mean, God. They're all in. They're all in media. All the Dallas Cowboys go into media, even if they weren't any good or even if they're not any good today, they go into media and they get in for some reason. They they get the gigs, the, the Cowboys. Oh, it's also Troy Aikman's really good at the job. I he mean, is good. And, and, and that's what the, the, the question I was going to ask you guys. And I know we got to go to the update. But the question I was going to ask was, who are they going to pair him with? Are you going to try to take Joe Buck? Or are you going to try to take him with you? Are you going to try to keep the hey. gang together? Because sometimes that chemistry is is super, super – well, not sometimes. Chemistry is super important. So I wonder you know, if they put I, him with somebody new, how would that go? I, I've got a pivot on this whole conversation, but I'm going to save that for hour three because it, it will be for our West Coast audience. 
So oh, maybe wow. we can revisit this conversation then. But I, I think it's all on the table. Like there was rumors that Al Michaels could potentially be it. Yeah. Because they, they had kind of thought, hey, this might be a Michaels-Aikman pairing for Amazon. Now it's ESPN Monday Night Football. So maybe it's Al Michaels. Maybe it's, it's Joe Buck. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it would be interesting to see where he's at from his contract and all that and just the friendship those two have. So I think it's all on the table, honestly. I don't think it's going to be Steve Levy. And I think this means as far as, you know, Lewis Riddick and Brian Greasy, they're going to have to find other, you know, other options of, of what they're going to do or how they're going to be involved as, as a part of that broadcast. And, and, and again, the tea leaves were out there. Not that Lewis Riddick hasn't interviewed for front office jobs before, but I think there was a push and he was a little more active too. And there was, you know, some publicity around him interviewing, I believe, for the Steelers. I know that was one and maybe one other for a front office job, just to be a part of that, knowing that this may be coming at some point for Monday Night Football. Yeah, he was campaigning. He basically threw his name in the hat on a local show in Chicago for the Bears GM job. And, yeah. and, and he's the, you know, the Monday Night Football uh, analyst. Uh, and, and it just, it is funny, man. People can say whatever they want about Gruden, but they've been scrambling to try and repla- replace him in that booth on Monday nights. And they've tried everything. And it's not, I, I don't think it's a, it's a knock on these guys. I just think they've, ESPN has tried everything. Thing. And if they can land a Troy Aikman, I mean, you fix a lot of problems with that one move. Do you guys battle the same thing I do where, like with John Gruden and talking about the job he did as a broadcaster, he was great. Like he was, yeah. he was a character. He was great. But it almost becomes hard to talk about it because of what came to light afterwards, right? And like what came out, you know, obviously while he was a head coach and it makes him difficult. It's like even with like the music industry. There's some artist, you can listen to the song, you're like, man, this is a banger. This is a great song. And you're like, well, but I don't know if I should listen to this anymore. Oh, you you mean, guys ever battle that? You mean like Michael Jackson? Like old, well, old free, he, free pass Michael one. Jackson? You I mean, mean him? R-, R. Kelly? I mean, yeah. there, there's a couple oh, others. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, speaking, like, I mean, I hate to, to, to do this, but the Squatty Potty Unicorn commercial oh, is oh, unbelievably, <laughs> amazingly funny. And, and I know that is horrible to say right after R. Kelly, but... I just got to oh, be honest God. with you. <laughs> okay. I got to be honest with you. The Squatty Potty Unicorn commercial is amazingly funny. In fact, I I'm just love how Mel LaVar is taking the deep dive, too. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, it's it amazing. Is, man, oh, man. Uh, there's that red button again. It is uh, yep. two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Uh, coming up next, though, uh, somebody suffered a major loss in the world of sports. If you want to feel good about yourself, if you, got a, if you had a bad night or you've had a bad week, this will make you feel better because it wasn't as bad as this group of individuals week. We'll get into that for you right here. FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, man. It's so Yes. Come on. <laughs> this is great. Oh, my God. Man. Yes. This is the best. 
It's so I'll tell catchy. you, we should All we right. should start off one segment, at least one segment All in right. the show. I'm going to go to the liquor store. You let Come me know on, when man. this is over. I am. Yeah. I am, I am. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar <laughs> Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. And this awful song. Call me Nacho LeVar Libre. You know what I mean? <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, Le, uh, Nacho LeVar Libre. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I am, I am. I know I am. I am, I am. I am, I am. <laughs> so bad. It's just yes. And here's the here's the problem with this whole thing. By the way, uh, top of next hour, uh, one team uh, apparently thinks they've identified the quarterback of the future. We'll get oh, into that nice. uh, in the NFL. Here's the problem: is that this I I had never heard this. I've never seen Nacho Libre. I've never heard this song. I had no idea what you guys were talking about. This song was in my head the entire day. And then yeah. Lee. <laughs> And then Lee DeLapp is a J-off, and he's got to send over the in, in, the opening scene, and Lee's laughing, like taking video of this on tele. It's not funny, Lee. <laughs> the guy's running through a cemetery pretending, pretending to do wrestling moves off, uh, you know, That's uh, great. like yes. coffins. It's weird. Oh, yes. uh, it settles in. It's one of those, you, you, you don't get it until it, seep, it seeps in. It was in yeah. his bones it was in his body to be a, <laughs> essence a of who he is. yes yeah. <laughs> he was a kid when that happened you I, know what i mean like they transitioned very quickly into him being now the person that was the the adult in in the orphanage so yeah man that's that's the opening i mean that, it sets the stage for the great nacho Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Uh, We're going to get into uh, Ramesses and a big big match. I don't know. I I, I told my wife about it. I said, have you seen this? Because I showed her the video Lisa and I was like, what is she goes, you never seen Nacho Libre? I was like, no. See, see, now I'm more of a fan. Yeah, no clue. I'm more of a fan. Uh, By the way, we're brought to you You by Discover. Uh, If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, uh, Roberto. How do you say Lee's last name? How do you say his last name? Dilap! Oh, come on. <laughs> Damn it, you rolled your you rolled the D's last time. Come on. Dilap! So much nope, better than everybody. It. That was not even it. Nope. You could still roll it some more. I'm you glad I am. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, what do we got? You guys, in case you missed it, the ratings tell you you ah. really did miss it because the ratings are in for Daytona 500 and it bested the All-Star game by 41%. This marks <laughs> the <laughs> largest gap between the two major events in over five years. <laughs> now, some critics have come out and said that the All-Star game actually beat Daytona 500 by 61% with adults under 50, oh. but what does that really matter? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Wait, right. is, is, isn't it just total ratings? Isn't that all that really matters? Yeah. I mean, I, yes. I'm not trying to... Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, if you're selling advertising and you're trying to be specific to an age group i understand the the under 50 market matters 
But doesn't it all matter, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. You're selling to everyone if you're selling advertising. You know, it's funny. Yeah. It's like they go, yeah, but those uh, viewers were over 50. Well, what, did they turn their TV on and die after it's, the race started? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Hold like, it's just 50 dumb. 50 is not that old, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, that, hey, I agree. Relax. Yeah. Tell me about Relax. it. Relax. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Some you. of us are, are knocking at 50's door. You yeah. know? Yeah. Tell me about <laughs> it. All right. It's real just out be there. Be clear man. on that. Don't, don't put me in the yeah. grave yet, man. But don't worry about it. We, did, we got the uh, younger audience. kill you off? Yeah, he did. He said, I'm going to turn my TV off well, no, and listen, die in a few years. I, l- listen, right? I'm, the, I just making, I'm making fun of the whole excuse as to why the All-Star game rated low. Like, okay. he, oh, You guys want to hear my theory on the NBA All-Star game, why it sucks? Because is that an hour four? No, oh, no, no, no. This is okay. This well, which probably should be. I think we get an NBA All Star game almost every night. When these super teams started, it's no longer rare that we see star players play together. So nobody cares. Nobody cares about Team LeBron or Durant or whatever goofy gimmick score they come up with. At least you can turn on the Pro Bowl and know somebody after the game is going to be arrested for assault. At least there's oh, that. Geez. I'm just saying. What? I, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I think that's that's maybe one of your best takes. Yeah. I do, I, I do think that's what's that. happened. I in, am. I am. Yeah. What's happened in sports is like it's okay to play together and compete together instead of creating like these enemies or these vendettas. And I don't care if it was the Michael Jordan docu- documentary or even Tom Brady and, and peeking into his mindset and how he thinks like. He's motivated by all of it. And not, not that he didn't go to a, a great team in Tampa to go win another Super Bowl, but it's also like, man, hes you could tell. like He's the type of guy that wants to have that enemy that doesn't want to join forces. It's a little different as a quarterback, but I, I'm with you. I just think it's hard to its hard to really get behind all-star games anymore. They're just not entertaining. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I have a theory, and my theory is, is that us – 50-year-old-plus people that are dying as soon as we turn our TVs on. I think I think we're actually falling asleep with the channel that we on. click yeah. back. Because old people, us old people, when we're watching television, we have the two channels that we like the most so that we can last it, right? Like, boom, going to commercial, last. Going to commercial, last. Going to commercial, last. And you try to time it that way so that you could see the program while the program <laughs> is on and the commercial is on the other channel. But we fall asleep. Right. You, okay. You fall asleep. So once you fall asleep, you're getting all of the ratings on that channel that you fell asleep on. Okay. Do you guys fall asleep watching? Do you guys fall asleep watching TV? Like if there's 100%. a movie on, like every single time I turn a movie on, I fall asleep. One hundred. I can't help it. I can't help. I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. It's so bad. It yep, happens same. to me in movie theaters now. Oh, that's happened to me before. <laughs> I was watching Spider Man. This last time we went to see Spider Man, I was in it. <laughs> Next thing I know, <laughs> I, I, I blinked and the credits were coming up. Uh, <laughs> and, and literally, and li- when, and literally, when, I was only twenty minutes into the movie. <laughs> when Avengers Endgame came out, I fell asleep through the whole thing. I literally just went right back into the next showing of it. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. What? So you just doubled up to hang out in the theater for five hours? Yeah, it was. It was back when they were doing twenty-four hour showings of it because it was such a big f- social cult, you know, social phenomenon. They were doing it yeah. uh, twenty-four hour showings of it. So yeah. Wow. Then COVID. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's, that's too bad. bad. You know, got to uh, wear Especially a mask with your popcorn. Real- 
real comfortable seats that recline all the way back and yeah. they ba- bring you drinks and give you a blanket and all that stuff, man. Yeah. Out of there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What there else we go. got, Lee? You guys, while everyone speculates about Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson has scrubbed Seahawks from his Twitter account <laughs> and put a picture of him uh, back when he was playing for the Richmond Cougars out in Virginia. Ooh. No, he didn't. Did he really? Ooh. Yeah. The Richmond oh, Hey, uh, it's about the team. Uh, yeah, go Hawks. Yeah. What a That's phony. Mr. Unlimited. You know? Yeah, what a phony. Unbelievable. I like Russell Wilson, man. That's uh, fine. I did too. Yeah. Jonas yeah. doesn't, but. No, I just, uh, I think now we're starting to see that the Legion of Boom had, were making valid points back in the day. Oh, so you know? why? Because you, you, you don't uh-huh. really like them, right? <laughs> Yo, LeVar, we got a deal. We got a deal. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 